Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the show. If you missed it last night, Raiders get a big win, I suppose. I mean, Antonio Pierce as an interim coach goes 2-0. and Smartest thing the Ravens ever did, excuse me, Raiders. Smartest thing the Raiders ever did, Perloff, was fire their head coach before they played both New York teams. I mean, they look amazing right now. <laughs> they beat the Giants last week. Now they beat the Jets. Late interception from Zach Wilson. Stop me, you've heard that one before. But before we can move on from this story... It, it's almost like we can't, you know, the jets are really on the fringe here of a playoff of being a playoff team. Yet Aaron Rodgers hovers over this whole thing because right. he told Melissa Stark last night that he wants to be back by mid December. Why would he come back to a team? That's not even, you know, near a sure thing to make the postseason. because he's Aaron Rodgers and he's more about Aaron Rodgers than anything else. That sounds critical, but I think he's been so motivated by this idea of coming back you almost have to put him out there to pay off that motivation. That sounds really, really? stupid. No, you don't. Do you? You have to. You have to put him back in. Why? Because he said so. <laughs> I just. I understand. The re, it's kind of like tanking. Logically, the Arizona Cardinals have no right to to win a football game. But sometimes you do things that aren't logical. You do it based on emotion. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to do all this work and redefine how people come back from an Achilles tear you know that there's going to be pressure to let him do it. Well, the Jets do not have a backbone when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And yes. Maybe they're fine with it. Maybe they don't need a backbone, but they've let him run roughshod over the organization because of guys he wanted signed, got signed. The offensive coordinator he want, they got. Um, you know, no backup quarterback, you know, no veteran to be brought in because he wants to tutor and mentor Zach Wilson. He wants Tim Boyle on the roster because he's his pal yep. to go to Broadway shows with. They're fine doing that. I mean, at some point, it gets a little crazy here. If they are out of the playoffs and Perloff wants to come back, why? To prove what? That he's knows better than medical doctors? That he's bigger than science? Like, I, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. No, you apparently you do understand because you just <laughs> stated exactly why Aaron Rodgers. I mean, listen, if, if he could be part-time Joe Rogan, part-time NFL quarterback, you know he would be. He does want to prove that he can do this. It's important to him. He's like Tom Brady is very curious about this kind of thing. Sure. You, you know it's going to happen. Testing the human body. You mean. Testing the human body and really setting a new precedent for recovery. I think that that's notable. What does he have left to achieve in his career? He's won multiple MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. It's going to be very hard to win another Super Bowl. This could be another feather in his cap. He could be the guy who came back faster than anybody. That's something. Wait, I thought that this whole thing was about rubbing it in the faces of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I don't know how that achieve how this achieves that goal 
Was it showing the Packers, hey, I just like Tom Brady could leave the nest with Belichick and go win a Super Bowl, it was going to be like that. Hey, I don't need you. I don't need this Packers brass. You guys treated me in a way I felt like was bad at the end, and I'm going to leave, and I'm going to – and I'm. And I'm going to win with the one organization, the NFL, that is so synonymous with losing. I don't know if it was as much about rubbing it in the Packers' face. I think he looked at the two teams and said, I got to get out of Green Bay. There's, they're way too young. There's not a lot of talent here. I can actually win a Super Bowl. I think he was thinking Super Bowl with this Jets team. And we've seen a little bit of why. Their defense yeah. is amazing. I, I, I'm not sure it was quite about vengeance. It's, I think he thought he had a real chance to win here. Let's go to some polls and get some updates here. EJ has got the latest. What's up, EJ? Hey, so we have several polls up. So let's start with the Aaron Rodgers conversation. So should Aaron Rodgers come back to play this season? 15% say yes. (laughs) 84% say no. So a resounding answer there on Aaron Rodgers. We also asked a question earlier after the Raiders got another win under interim coach Antonio Pierce. Will Antonio Pierce secure the Raiders head coaching job right now 70% of people say yes wow uh, 29% say no and then finally we had a off-beaten path a conversation about scarier living in the suburbs or in the city <laughs> the audience says 20% say is scarier living in the suburbs <laughs> 79% say living in the, the city. city is more scary gonna be honest it's true there are a lot more variables in the city. Like, it could be coming, the danger can be coming at you from any different way. You know, some odd person, some freak accident, anvil falls on your head. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. Suburbs, you basically know. It's an axe murderer showing up at your door. I mean, it's at least just one thing. But I also think there's a a variable of animals in the suburbs that would also scare me. Like, bear. How many videos you see in the home videos where people get out of their car and they see, you know, a bear coming into their car or a bear in their car when they come out of their house? Like, that also would scare the hell out of me. Well, it's not the bear. So I live in a place where this kind of stuff goes down. And it's not the bears that I'm that worried about. It's a rabid animal. But how many people are actually dying from rabid animals and bears? That people, in, I know there are a lot of bears in New Jersey. Are there a lot of vicious attacks? I, mean, I hope not. Uh, no, there aren't a lot of vicious attacks. I think people are smart. This is not like the tourists in Yellowstone who go up and try to take a selfie with like an angry mama bear and get between her and her cubs. But I'm worried about like a rabid fox or a mm. rabid something that's going to latch on and not let go. Anyway. Uh, and is, it, is this something that you come close to happening? Have you been had, ever had to cross the street because you saw a fox on the other side? Uh, I do see foxes every now and then. They, Thankfully, this, they don't look rabid. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you just under the side, I'm worried about a rabid fox. Well, they, we get foxes in our backyard. Not cool. You don't want to see a fox in the daytime either because that's a bad sign. Well, I'm thinking about wolves even if you live in kind of a mountain area. Sure. Like that EJ, would scare the hell out add of me that too. To it, I'm not sure you know this, EJ, about Maggie. Her greatest fear in the world, the animal that most terrifies her, it's not a shark, it's not a bear, it's not a Komodo dragon, it's a squirrel. Yeah. But look, I mean, last week we learned about your fear of Siamese twins. Yeah. Now we have Maggie and no, no, squirrels. I'm not afraid of Siamese twins. I'm afraid of being a Siamese Oh, that yeah. makes way much more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Proloff is afraid that he's going to wake up one day and just be a conjoined twin. Like I'm not overnight, like some that. evil scientist just came in and was like tinkering with you at night. It's not. So, it's, it would be. It would be my worst nightmare to be a conjoined twin because there'd be no privacy. And that 
is really terrifying to me. Yeah, I, like I don't think it's going to happen. I just think that would be a very tough for my You're just worried you'll never be able to go to the bathroom in peace ever again. So now <laughs> or, I need to come up with a, a weird fear. Like, I've talked about this on other shows, like uh, my fear of being skunked. Like, that scares me. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. I, I'm yeah. with you on that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that to me, I'd almost rather face a bear. Wait, but you well, know. 1v1 then. <laughs> oh, I don't know about You'd that. You'd rather <laughs> face a bear than have to take a bath oh, in talked, tomato oh, sauce? I've, I've talked about this on the show. Are yeah. you worried yeah. about your eyes, like, getting blind or something? No, because once, first of all, I think 1v1 with a bear, you have a chance to get away from that. Bears don't, as Pearl said, don't really kill people all that much. Yeah, 99.9% .9 of encounters with bears are harmless. Yeah, skunks want the smoke. They, 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 they are looking for confrontation. <laughs> and again, I, I've been to, oh, if you've ever been to Martha's Vineyard during the summer, there are skunks Fancy. everywhere. They run in packs. Yeah. Sometimes they run up to seven or eight running together. Like that is, that is a scary thought because once you become skunked, you are forever the person that was skunked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're worried about the shame of it. Yes. Okay. No, nobody, nobody lets you live it down, even if it's just you and you're sniffing another. Now, they're never going to let you live it down. And God forbid, if you're with other people or you have to go to work or go to school the next day and you say, why do you smell so bad? You guys say, I got skunked. You're, Wait a minute. Hold on. If you're yeah. with other people, it, odds are they're getting skunked too. No, I mean like if you show up the next day yeah. after being skunked. Oh, God. And you smell. Like that's not a smell that's going to go away in a day. Like that takes a while. I would expect sympathy if I got skunked. I feel like people mm. would be like, I'm so sorry <laughs> no, for you. No, it's oh, like Maggie, a fake so, sympathy. So, so, <laughs> oh, jeez. So naive. No, like you become <laughs> the butt of your school, the butt of your job. All the jokes, they, they hit you. Like, and that, I don't want to be that person. Wait, but, EJ here? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You would be the butt of the Oh, I mean, I expect the staff to be ruthless if I came Where in. Where bullying is condoned? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but, Maggie, you I can't make fun it. of them. You're afraid of squirrels. I am. I, so, totally. I think, basically, you take the cake as the the wimpiest animal fear out there. I'll wear it. I'm afraid I, of sharks. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, being a Siamese twin. Yeah. Which does not. That doesn't make any sense. No. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Uh, in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio where we say uh, good morning to the weedos and the coffee drinkers. Jeffrey Hell says a skunk can, can spray 20 feet. Um, speaking of things that stink, Michigan sign stealing scandal. The story that just won't end Perloff and yeah. they beat Penn State. Penn State changes offensive coordinators off of this game. There's obviously a lot of fallout with James Franklin not being able to win a game, but all eyes were on Michigan because they Big Ten commissioner suspends Jim Harbaugh, kind of a half suspension though, suspends him from being on the sidelines for games, but he can coach during the week. And this is just for Penn State, Maryland, and then Ohio State. Now Michigan has filed uh, a lawsuit to try to get a temporary restraining yeah. order. We have not had an update yet on that. I think this scandal has lost a lot of its air. And maybe it'll come back. But first of all, there's the factor of time. I think America gets bored by scandals pretty quickly. I mean, this one's pretty juicy. It's pretty juicy. But the, I think it's already... The fact that they beat Penn State kind of handily... I mean, maybe that wasn't handily. But they were never really in danger of losing that game. That helps. I, I think it might come back in the Ohio State game. But I just feel like the heat is gone. They fired Connor Stallions. The Big Ten has now at least made a ruling, tried to punish them. We'll see if it sticks through. I, I don't know what, what's left. You can't seal signs anymore. So how does it move forward? Well, 
I think how it moves forward is there's this big will he or won't he be on the sidelines situation with Harbaugh. And my first reaction when the suspension came down, which was after the show, we had already been off the air. The first thing I thought was, wow, they really botched this thing. Like Who? The Big Ten. I I didn't love this half measure, this in-between. I didn't think that suspending him for all three games made sense. And I didn't think doing nothing made sense. Suspending him for one game, I thought, was the perfect sweet spot. And I thought for a moment they may have turned Jim Harbaugh into a sympathetic figure. Like, man, you guys really came down. You know, it still is midseason. The investigation isn't even over yet. And now you're going to not have him on the sidelines for the Ohio State game. Like, feels like too much. But Michigan came out with such a full-throttle defense and are acting like the victim here when – they all but admit that they did break a rule, and that took away any of the sympathy that you could have had for Jim Harbaugh. The problem is, people. the reason this is a scandal is because people hate Michigan and people hate Jim Harbaugh. Honestly, I think you're underestimating what it would take for him to become a sympathetic. I, I think people think Michigan fans are arrogant and obnoxious, and they they do like to see them fall. And I think Harbaugh is because he's so competitive, he's a bit hated in the college football community. He's very tough after games. So I, I think there's nothing they can do to be sympathetic. People are always going to root against Michigan. If this had happened in Arkansas, I've said this a million times, or NC State, it wouldn't be anything like this. A lot of the scandal is sort of characterized because it's Michigan. Michigan falling is what people want to see here. Now, I guess the drama could be, is Harbaugh back? What do people really want to see? Do they want to see Harbaugh come back and then lose? Do they want to see Michigan go on to win and then lose later? What would be the best scenario if you're a Michigan hater? If you're a Michigan hater, it's losing to Ohio State. I mean, him on the sideline and losing to Ohio State because you don't want the caveat, asterisk, whatever. If you're Ohio State, you you want Jim Harbaugh on the sideline. You want this judge to grant a temporary restraining order so that he can be back on the sidelines and then they'll figure out all this legalese in the offseason. But I think Michigan's favored one way or the other, whether Harbaugh is there or not. I don't even think a head coach does that much during a game. How many actual key points are, are made here? Do you uh, think they would have ran the ball 32 times in a row? Yeah. He'd been on the it probably would have. That was wild to me. But listen, it won the game for them. I and, thought that and that's been well-received that they did that. Well, I mean, I thought Penn State's run defense yeah. was supposed to be one of the best in the country, but they clearly... We're not yeah, on this I mean, day. They gutted J.J. McCarthy's Heisman chances, which were already probably faltering. And I'm not sure the Heisman would vote for no, I quote, think, unquote, a cheater. I think Jaden Daniel probably won the Heisman this uh, weekend you know, with the I, 400 throwing yards and rushing over 200 yards. Yeah, I mean, I saw the updated odds. Bo Nix is moving way ahead of the field. Interesting. See, I mean, that that's the other thing, too. Uh, or now we have the final four to worry about Michigan. I guess it's a win in for Ohio state and Michigan. They have to be, so they could have lost this game to Penn state and then beaten Ohio state and still made the final four. Now they lose and they're out. You have to imagine because there's just going to be too many one loss teams and the committee's never going to do a favor for Michigan now. Well, right? definitely not now yeah. there'd be outrage. Uh, Manny, can we hear from Sharon Moore, please? This is the interim coach who was on the sidelines in place of Jim Harbaugh on Saturday. Clearly, lots of emotion. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. I love you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. 
Oh, man, I hate to laugh at a grown man crying, but, like, this is just too much. I mean, he, you guys cheated. <laughs> he's such a loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it, it has to be said. Oh, my like, God, they, DJ. They cheated, okay? They, they, they took this extra step, and they've been punished for it. And now they're acting like Jim Harbaugh, you know, it was was like assassinated or that he's not here with us anymore. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, you know, you know, the president's saying, oh, you know, I'm getting all these great messages. Thank you for all the support. I mean, Give me a break. From who, Tom Brady? I They do everything to a 10. Like, just bring it to a 7. Like, if they brought it to a 7, so many people will be able to say, you know what, this is too much, and maybe the, the Big Ten is, is, is taking too much from, from Michigan by suspending yeah. hardball. But they got to be at a 10. They got to have the whole team <laughs> tweet bet after they get suspended. They yeah, got to have Which is kind of like saying, you know, if it, it, yeah, so what do you think? Yeah, basically, if you're saying bet, you're saying, oh, okay. Like, you want to suspend? Okay, well, watch, watch what, what we can do. do. Right? Which, by the way, now, if they lose a game, I better not hear anybody say, oh, well, we didn't have hardball. No, you guys say <laughs> that you guys are going to win in spite of hardball. Yeah. In fact, Tom Brady joined in and tweeted yeah. with you guys. So there is no more excuses for that. And then this coach is crying <laughs> after the game. I mean, give me a break. I was actually shocked so at this. I, I, I was shocked that one of the assistant coaches liked Jim Harbaugh that much. Did you guys react to him? I'm like, wait, somebody actually likes Jim Harbaugh that much? Because Jim is not cuddly by any means. Well, well, to be fair, though, remember, he gave back a lot of money to his assistants. Oh, and I didn't remember, remember couple, that. Is that why they love him so that. much? I, I mean, I don't know if that's why, but when I was thinking of why would, why would anybody cry over Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. Just to go I thought, well, he did give back some money, I believe. So that made well, a little more also, sense. Well, also, you know, this is, it's smart career move. To get in with the Harbaugh's. Because if it doesn't work out in Michigan, you always got the Ravens. You know, like this actually happened. You know, the defense yeah. coordinator for Michigan is now the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. It's great for job security wise. Uh, but Pine Needles in the chat said Michigan did the equivalent of jaywalking. The punishment is more like for a murder. I thought <sighs> preach. I thought that it was a little heavy handed. I'm somebody who was on the punish Michigan, you have enough evidence, you know, go go at it. But even I thought it was a little much. For in, in-person in scouting? I mean, come on. I, I've said this, but you have not agreed with me. The hypocrisy here is stunning to me because you know what other program in the top 25 cheats? The other 24 programs. Yeah, You're telling problem, me Alabama's never that. sent an in-person scout to Auburn. No, but that's what that's not what it's about. It's about Michigan got caught. And got caught doing something that everybody does, so we, the penalty should not be I, that we don't big. Know, no, stop that. We I, don't know if everybody does. We Jim Knowles, Ohio State defensive coordinator, said 75% of teams steal signs. No. Okay. no that's so the in-person sign. scouting. You that's tell totally me that different. nobody's sending in-person scouts. I just can't believe this. You can't say everybody does this, but then well, when we talk about what they did, so Cam Newton got caught by Auburn for recruiting violations. Are you telling me you didn't know that everybody did it? No, but here's the thing. You I don't think if it was as common as you think it is to yes. send scouts in person to yeah. to advance scout, I don't think the coaches and athletic directors would have been so forceful behind the scenes asking for the Big Ten commissioner right. to punish them. But because if, he was the if Illinois your house is dirty, you're not going to try to point out the blemishes in someone else's house. That's because Michigan, they're sitting atop the, the conference. If it was Illinois, nobody, you think that the other coaches are going to even bother calling the Big Ten? They wouldn't care what happened either way because they can beat that team. Well, okay. It's because that, Michigan is the benefit, number two team in the country. But what benefit does it take for a Nebraska or an Iowa or a Minnesota to hate Jim Harbaugh? In fact, wouldn't it make more sense that you'd want a Big Ten team in the college football playoffs so that the Big Ten gets more money, gets more exposure, gets better no. recruits? No, That's, no, it, no. Well, then why are they giving each other signs to beat each other? They all hate each other, the, and they all want to see Harbaugh and Michigan go down. Every time the SEC's in a, in a college football 
football playoff. What do we hear? Chance of SEC, SEC. Everybody's saying SEC is the best conference. Like, that is conference uh, unity when it comes to national uh, national perception is absolutely a big thing in college well, football. EJ, you got it. Dude, you got it. I don't think I totally on this one they do. You. I think this is more about, like, Illinois. We heard Brett Bielema last week. He's pissed off because they lost 1917 to Michigan last year. He probably thinks they had their signs. Like, I... I don't think that it is common to send the in-person scouting because, A, you can get most of the stuff off TV anyway. And, two, it's not a great use of your resources, to be frank. I mean, again, you got guys watching tape on the TV where they said they can get all the signs. Like, Michigan, what they were doing seems kind of stupid, which is also, I think, why the other coaches wanted them to get punished. I don't think. So you're telling me if they were not a winning team right now that this this furor by the other coaches would have happened? Well, I think maybe you're watching the success of Michigan over the last couple years. And a lot of things have to do with that. NIL has a lot to do with that. You know, they obviously started recruiting a lot better. But this could be another mark in the column of how did they, a, a, a program that had basically struggled at times against Big Ten opponents. Why now, all of a sudden, are they such a juggernaut? Uh, because they have NFL players all over. They've had two gigantic draft classes, and they're about to have one of the biggest draft classes in NFL history coming out. They have NFL players all over the field. That's why they're so good. Okay, but there are other teams that have NFL talent yeah. all over the field and don't have this you, kind of success. But you asked, why is Michigan having this success when they never had it? They've never had three draft class in a row like this. This is going to be completely unprecedented for them. I didn't say it was the reason. I said it could be one of the things. If they were not, okay, this is, but the person in the chat nailed it. This is a jaywalking violation that's being treated like a capital murder case because, and and I know you don't disagree. I think the media plays a role in this too because the national furor, everyone knows Michigan gets clicks. So these coaches also, you think Brett Bielema is not playing to the camera too? This is college football. It's all about attention, and there's so much else going on here. If it wasn't Michigan and it was a mid-level program, there's no way, of okay. course, we wouldn't be talking about this. So all that hype and fire has led to part of this. That's part of the reason Harbaugh's gone because there's been so much attention that the Big Ten was embarrassed. Okay, but here's the thing. Yes, if it was a middling program, I agree, we probably wouldn't be this big on it. But if it was any of the other top programs, we still would have this kind of fervor. If this was Alabama, if this was yeah, if it Georgia. Was Alabama and Georgia. I, okay, but if what this if, was Ohio State, I, it, it, this is the, the perch that Michigan enjoys, which is you're one of the winningest college football programs through history. And you have like this, you know, you, you matter. If this was Notre Dame, it'd be huge. Of course. You're naming the most powerful franchise. I'm not yeah. saying it's just Michigan, though. I'm but saying I if do it was think, any high-level program, we'd care. I think there'd be a little bit of a different flavor if it was Ryan Day and Ohio State than Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Mm, I think Harbaugh so. rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Oh, Wait, he does, Ohio's, but I don't think Ohio so. Ohio State is one of the most hated <laughs> programs in all of America. They but Ryan Day is not. Ohio though. State. But Ryan, I don't think Ryan, yes, you're right, they go after the program, but I don't think anyone cares one way or the other about Ryan Day. They care about Harbaugh. We made I, fun of Ryan Day because he called out Lou Holtz. Yeah, I think <laughs> people care about Day. Ohio State's demise. Like, people do not like that program. Okay. Which makes this very weird, because I don't think, I don't. that's why I think this is more warranted, because it's not like if you're rooting for Michigan, people want to root for Ohio State. That's not the case at all. What if, no, it was if, it was, if it was Notre Dame, this would be bigger, because people, there's a real love-hate with Notre Dame. Yeah, but they probably, the Notre Dame's probably not going to be a real title contender quite yet. It what if it was Florida State or Washington or Oregon, one of the other top 10 teams? I, I think I think any team that's winning would all have the same fervor because there's always going to be the mm, conversation of, I don't are you so. winning because of these signs? You can't separate the winning 
from the sides and say, well, we only care because you're winning. Yeah, we know. Because if this was South, Southern, South Florida or if this was SMU and you saw they, they were stealing signs, you say, well, it can't be that big a deal yeah, because they they're not, that, they're not yeah, winning that many games. You but Ohio Michigan. State had Michigan signs and didn't win the game. Right, but that's not the point. The point is that they took a different step to get their signs. So the implication is, well, maybe them taking this extra step gave them a competitive advantage. It was what the Big Ten said in their statement. Right, but obviously having the signs, and they had all the signs. We saw it in print. They had all of Michigan signs. is not that big of a competitive advantage because Ohio State couldn't beat them. Well, we don't, we don't know if they had all the signs. We saw a sheet that had words that meant certain things. We don't know if that was all the signs or not. We don't know that. But And you know Michigan had all the signs? I don't know that either, but I do know that they were sitting there at the 50-yard line recording the other team's signs, and they were doing this clearly for a reason that they thought gave them some kind of advantage. Otherwise, like Maggie said, why would you do it? It just it doesn't seem like a good. So you guys want the death penalty over this little thing? That's crazy. I don't want the death penalty, but I think this idea that you have to you have to separate that we would that we shouldn't care about this because if Michigan was a losing team, we wouldn't care. It totally goes against the point of this whole issue. The point is, yes, they're winning, and we wonder maybe this is why. Like we saw C.J. Stroud throw for 350 yards against a Lou Anamuro defense. We saw C.J. Stroud throw for 500 yards last week. We saw C.J. Stroud throw for 450 yards against Georgia in a playoff game. And he couldn't solve the Michigan defense two years in a row? That doesn't raise suspicions. It raises suspicions for me. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, the one thing we got loud wrong this weekend. We'll tell you in a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Wild week in the NFL. I mean, wild week. They're, what time? 345, they call it the witching hour on Red Zone. Yeah. I had no idea who's going to win about four games. So one game, actually, a little later, the Sam Howell is awesome for the commanders. <laughs> they can't win a football game. The headline? But we talk a lot about tanking and you know trying to get in the draft for a quarterback. Washington might be in a tough spot because they have a good young quarterback, but they're going to have a draft pick that's in the top 10, possibly. I have no idea what to do there. I'd almost you, rather be really bad than this situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one is like right in the middle. Sorry to jump you. I, I think that this is what team, first of all, who's going to be coaching this team is, is <laughs> no a idea. question. And then secondly, this is always the lie that teams tell themselves. Yeah. We're not going to yep. be picking this high again. So we have to get the quarterback now because we're not going to be picking maybe not 10, but this is always what happens, especially in the top 10. Like, I oh, thought, we get this right, we'll never be picking here again. I thought you meant the other lie, oh, the Giants other? lie that Daniel Jones is a good enough quarterback. They might tell themselves <laughs> that lie. So there's two <laughs> lies. Which lie is worse? Paying the guy is worse. Yeah. Paying the guy, that's how you get into quarterback hell. So the same situation as Justin Fields in Chicago. Which lie do they tell themselves? Hey, we're up at the top of this draft. I'm telling you which lie they're going to tell themselves. They're going to draft somebody. They'll draft somebody. I, I, That's how I always think it happens, especially with the money. What if Justin Fields plays so well down the stretch? I, I don't think it happens. Also, it's not their pick, right? It, you'd actually be, it's the Carolina pick that right. you'd be taking a quarterback with. Well, say the Carolina pick is one or two and Justin Fields just catches fire. I mean, the guy's thrown eight touchdowns in one pick in his last two full games. 
it's it's not that easy, Maggie. You were so Machiavellian and cold-hearted that you would always just go to the draft. No. But these franchises have actual people in the building. Don't know me. You know you would be. You'd be Belichickian and they, cut oh, those definitely. dudes. They, they have people in the building, and some of those people are financial people. And those financial people would tell you, start over. Start over with the quarterback. Don't pay a quarterback you're not sure about. Yeah. But it's easier said than done. When you have a Justin Fields who's a talented quarterback. Totally. Now, Sam Howell's got MVP numbers out of nowhere, even though they are winning. By the way, you did get that bet yesterday. That's the one I got right. Everything else I got wrong. <laughs> I lost a Lamar Jackson rushing prop on a half a yard. It's just brutal. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? I had Lamar Jackson rushing yards 41 and a half, and I took the over, and he got 41. <laughs> That's why there's casinos. Vegas is undefeated. This is, I, this is what I knew. It's... This is not my year. Is there any chance they could go back and recalibrate one yeah. of the plays? Well, that's what I'm always wondering. Like, do I file a protest? Like, <laughs> you're telling me there's not a yard in there somewhere? Of course <laughs> there is. So, that guy on the sideline just, like, bringing the move in the chains? Come on. Sorry. Uh, can I we had... pour back over the film to find a yard for Lamar Jackson? <laughs> or a half yard. There's a push. Also, are all the people who move the chains fat? Like, no. I, I... <laughs> I'm just mad. Hey, taking out, your, taking out your anger on the guys who move the chains. I know. I, had... I could have called them old. They're not. Not all anything. They're one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair bet. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said There's that. There's probably a Venn diagram working somewhere with that. I lost my I lost myself in the anger. Yes, Manny? Had Mark Andrews over 45 and a half. Finished with 44. You and I, same book, same page. Bro. I hate this. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Uh, let's go to Aaron, who's in Connecticut. He might be frustrated as well. Looks like you're a Patriots fan. Hey, Aaron, how are you? Hey, I'm not too bad. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. What do you got? Uh, I just wanted to know if you guys um, were given the opportunity to be the GM of the team, what would 2024 look like? Like, who, who's uh, who's big free agents getting? Uh, I don't know if it's about free agents, Aaron, but thank you for the call. The big question facing the Patriots is they are going to have a top pick. Team is terrible. Do you let Belichick be the person who grooms this next quarterback, or do you start over totally with a new regime? Yeah, and if you start over with a new regime, it's not just the new coach. It's the entire organization. You really can't keep anybody because everybody there is part of the Belichick family. Man, I understand. Say you get Drake May at the number two overall pick. You're going to want a young offensive coordinator, a Ben Johnson of the Lions type in there. If you bring that guy in, you gotta you gotta wipe out everybody. That means a new GM, new assistant GM, new assistant coaches, new special teams. I I am torn on this one because I, I really am a Belichick fan, but it might be time to rip the band-aid. There's no way that they're not gonna give him a little uh, time with the rookie. I've been thinking about Belichick. this more and more. Yep. Okay. Because to your point, I don't think you can erase twenty years right, in one off season, And the Belichick disciples are people who could be taking over this team are who's in line? Gerard Mayo, defensive guy. Mike Vrabel, defensive guy. Are they going to give it to Bill O'Brien? Who, Mac Jones looks awful. I don't know if that's Mac Jones. I don't think Bill O'Brien suddenly forgot how to coach. You can bring back Josh McDaniels, make him the head coach. Like, I just, I think that Belichick's fingerprints are on this thing. I thought he was definitely getting fired, Perloff, and now I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's a fact that they are thinking we're getting a new quarterback next year and Belichick's going to coach them. That's uh, what I'm thinking, right? Yeah, they're scouting quarterbacks right now. Then again, maybe the rest of the season does embarrass owner Robert Kraft to the point where 
he's ready. I mean, all the reporting is saying the opposite, right? The, all the reporting is saying he could have been left in Germany or... Yep. And the decisions at the end of the game were totally mind-boggling. I mean, Mac Jones, yes, threw a very bad interception, but you're going to bench him for a two-minute drill and bring in Bailey Zappi? What did you think was going to happen? Zappi comes in and th- throws an equally bad interception. Yeah, but he did throw two sweet passes. I don't understand why <laughs> Bailey Zappi... He got him down the field pretty quickly. Then he did a fake spike into a pick. Yeah, but well, first of all, it wasn't the fake spike. The fake spike was awesome. It was the pick that was bad. <laughs> he I don't clearly care. couldn't handle everything being sped up. Uh, Bogus is here with headlines. Good morning, Bogus. Good morning. Don't you think, though, those reports about possible changes and Frables, the home run yeah. guy, don't you think they're coming from the craft? Like, they feel like trial balloons to me. Yeah. Like, they're putting them out there to be like, if anybody freaks out and goes, no, you can't fire Bill, and people are more like, well, yeah, okay, I get it. You could definitely fire Bill. Yeah, I think they are probably trying to get people used to it. But again, like, are you really? You're not going to fumigate the building of Belichick people in one off season. You could get people oh, who are still loyal are. to him. I don't know. It's hard I, to do. How do you erase all that? It's been two, it, three years now. It's been and Brady won a Super Bowl. It's been too long. Yeah. No, but, I get it. By the way, Nick Casario is not coming back now because he's got a juggernaut in Houston. Yeah, he looks like the smartest GM in the league. <laughs> who would have thought that? Who would have seen that? Coming? I did not see that. It was a plot <laughs> twist. And Will Anderson looked great yesterday, too. So both picks have been looking good. Uh, so there was one drive in Vegas last night where the Jets kind of scored two touchdowns, but neither one counted. Zach Wilson's dive through the pylon negated by the QB, barely stepping out at the three yard line. Then Brees Hall ran it in, but tight end Tyler Conklin was called for holding. Gang Green settling for another field goal. They needed a touchdown in the final minutes, and this happens. Shotgun to Wilson. Five-step drop. Dumps it short. And it's picked off Spillane at the 15, 30, 35. Chase down from behind at the 40. Robert Spillane with his third pick of the year, and the defense does it again. Jason Horowitz on Raiders Radio. The Jets did get one more shot, but a Hail Mary fell incomplete. They lost 16-12. It's now 36 drives without a touchdown for Wilson's offense. So much frustration. I uh, don't know how to put it any other way. And now they're 4-5, and five, but Aaron Rodgers apparently targeting mid-December for his return from his torn Achilles. These Raiders now 2-2 two two since firing Josh McDaniels. Josh Jacobs ran for a buck 17 last night while rookie QB Aiden O'Connell threw for the deciding points early in the fourth you know, quarter. We should have known that this was going to be a W. I'm just seeing now that apparently Josh Jacobs said after the game that he got a uh, pep talk from Bo Jackson. Good night. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Definitely out for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Giants allowed 28 first-half points in Dallas yesterday uh, while mustering just 27 yards of offense. Yes, the Cowboys had more points than the Giants had yards in the first half. Uh, maybe it's time for a few changes, Brian Dable? Yeah, no, we just got to – we all we all can do better. Start with me. Uh, is there an ETA on doing better? The Giants <laughs> lost 49-17. Dak Prescott throwing for four scores, running for another. His team – has won 12 in a row at home, and they sweep the Giants by a total score of 89-17. Maggie, we, we talked about on Friday, we both knew the Cowboys were going to kill them, but we were afraid of that 17-point line. I know. We really shouldn't have been. No, it's like, who's going to lay the 17? Cowards! 
It, we there were, was we a moment. Cowards. There was a moment early in the game where the Cowboys obviously were to score a lot of points, but it felt and like they stopped they were, them on the goal line. They were they were kind of letting the Giants hang around yeah. that spread for a little while, and then the second half it was over. No, it was like the second hu- quarter, the hundredth CD Lamb reception. It's like all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that game in nice. Dallas a blowout. It was closer in LA where the Lions outlasted the Chargers forty-one thirty-eight. Riley Patterson kicking the forty-one-yard winner as time expired after Dan Campbell. Went forward on fourth and two, so Justin Herbert wouldn't get the ball back with time left to tie or win the game. Jared Goff liked the gamble from his head coach. Ballsy. I don't know if I can say that, but ballsy, and it, it paid off. And we love we love when he puts us in those positions to make those plays. And, um, you know, he's got he's got balls of steel, and today he showed it. Uh, that was Goff with Tracy Wolfson on CBS. It's funny. He's like, I don't know if I can say ballsy, but balls of steel. <laughs> ballsy, ballsy, ballsy. <laughs> Tracy, okay, here it all comes. It kind of feels like you're reveling in it, actually. Uh, another defensive mastermind performance by Brandon <laughs> oh, Stanley as head goodness. coach. And you have the most expensive defense in the league, I think. I, I was thinking about that. Yeah. I know it became a back and forth and it was score for score. It ended up being a really entertaining game if you like that kind of game. game. But I was like, early in the game, like, this is the game that gets coaches fired. Like, Josh McDaniel has already yeah. been fired. You're not going to be the first guy fired. And then the Chargers caught up and, and made it a back and forth. But Am I an idiot? I thought the Chargers had a pretty good game. I've, I came away from teleported. that. I came, Yeah, I came away from that saying, ooh, the Chargers look kind of good in that game. The offense. Except <laughs> for the 41 points. Yeah, but that's all on Brandon Staley. Yeah. And it's amazing that if he, no way he survives, right? He cannot survive this season. No, but I felt like Robo was basically trying to will Kellen Moore to get the job. Like, the Chargers spent $50 million combined this season Good on heavens. Mac and Bosa. Zero sacks for the entire game. And, oh. but I mean, Derwin James, he has more penalties than plays. He's a great player, <laughs> but he is just a huge problem. It, it's poorly coached. They're good. Watch them sneak in the playoffs and keep this torture going for the Chargers. This game was also oddly fast for 41-38. It ended, and the other three games had like seven, eight yep. minutes left. It was really bizarre to me how fast they've played that Not game. Not a lot of penalties. I guess. See, by the way, my guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, another 150-yard game. <laughs> yep. Pretty um, cool. Pretty, what was the category? Interesting? Cool. 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 Five yeah. top five coolest athletes. The announcers sure loved them. Go ahead. Uh, Texas A&M is about to pay Jimbo Fisher $76 million to not be their head coach. The move to fire him began on Thursday, but didn't happen until yesterday after Saturday's game, which they won by the uh, BTW. And Boise State Fire head coach Andy Avalos after a win Saturday as well. They're 5-5, five 4-2 and five, four and two in the Mountain West, in danger of their first losing season since 97. The Broncos never ranked in his three seasons. Anthony Davis, 30 points, 30 13 boards as the Lakers held off the Blazers 116-110 without LeBron and a bruised calf. Well, everybody's got to step up, you know, missing a guy like that um, from all facets of the game, from rebounding, playmaking, scoring, you know, defense. You know, guys have to uh, step up, and I think guys did tonight. Rui Hachimura adding 19 points, and nobody cares, but Tyrese Maxey, career-high 50, <laughs> Sixers outscored the Pacers 137-137. 126, as if that's hard. Guys, back to you. (laughs) Thank you, Bogish. Coming up, the one team that got its swagger back, but who deserves credit for the W? We'll get that in just a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, looks like the 49ers got the swagger back a little bit. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It was a beatdown of the Jags. The 49ers snapped their three-game losing streak, Perloff. I'm not ready to declare them again like greatest in the NFC. Yeah. Eagles were off this week. Obviously, Cowboys took advantage of a very down Giants team, but they looked really good. You know, Detroit still looked really good. You know, pulling out that win against the Chargers on the road. I love what the 49ers can do. Clearly getting Debo yeah. and Trent Williams back matters but I'm still not ready to declare that they now are like the only front runner in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, I said this last week, they're the most talented team. They're the best team, but they're probably going to have to go on the road in the playoffs. So I wouldn't, I agree with you. I, I'd say it's dead even right now with the Eagles, Niners and chiefs is the three, three super Bowl, real super Bowl contenders right. to me. Um, they're so talented. They're just ridiculous. And I think the key to yesterday's game was McCaffrey finally got back to being Christian McCaffrey. He had 5.9 yards per carry. Listen to his numbers in the four games previous. 4.5, 3.0, 3.9, 2.7. So is that all Trent Williams being there? They're designed to have good first down running plays. If they don't, then everything kind of falls <laughs> apart. You were right. Brock Purdy's not an MVP because he can't carry them on himself. But when they can run the ball, man, Brock Purdy is really, really good. Well, not just that, but when you are up, 10 nothing after the first quarter. It's like, oh, good night. You know, that's that's enough. And, you know, we can talk about the Jag side of this and how their offense is totally anemic slash 49ers defense was smothering. But this 49ers team, almost more than anyone, I feel like is just built to be ahead. A lot of good teams yeah. are like that. But I think the difference is I don't, I don't know if I believe the 49ers could dig themselves out of a hole. Again, Maybe because of Purdy's and some of his shortcomings, even though he was excellent yesterday, but he's great with a lead. Well, let me ask you this: So, are they any different than the Cowboys? Or obviously, that was another not, good front runner. And the Eagles, with their pass rusher, are a great front runner. I don't think they have any come from behind wins. They they jump out on everybody. They uh, did come back from behind against the Cowboys, but generally they're they're not a comeback team. Well, I I would have a little more faith, I think, in the Eagles and. I don't know about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are definitely a front runner. These teams are all kind of built the same. And you saw the Niners, they're loaded up on pass rushers to close out games. And your Buffalo Bills tried to do that same thing. Seems you can't control anything in the playoffs, but if you have pass rushers, you can do a lot. And you saw yesterday, poor Trevor Lords. I can't believe I feel bad for the number one pick. Yeah, I think he's gonna be all right. The uh, you know, the the natural Trevor Lords, it was rough yesterday. He had you know, usually you get 2.3 seconds or something. That's the average. Yeah. He had 
0.8 seconds before the rush was on top of him. Five sacks. <laughs> the 49ers got home on Trevor Lawrence, and, you know, it, it was just rough. But I have to commend the 49ers. Second year in a row where they make a big move at the deadline. And last year was Christian McCaffrey, who paid instant dividends and continues to pay dividends. But I think adding Chase Young, strength on strength, more of more, and just even more ferocious as a defensive front, a motivated Chase Young. I mean, this was a good move but, for the 49ers. But was that really Chase Young yesterday? Do we know? I Christian McCaffrey, you could see the results instantly. Sure. It seemed like it was the Niners defense got back to being the Niners defense. I'm not quite sure what the impact is there. Do you there. think it was Steve Wilkes being on the sideline? I think it was Fred Warner got out of his coma yesterday and started making plays again, which I, I didn't understand. You know, the, it's funny, the linebacking core had been a weakness for this team, which is never the case because Greenlaw had been limping around. So I, I don't know. I understand Chase Young is is the narrative here. I just saw there's so many talented players. It's kind of hard to figure out where does he fit in in this. I know, but that's what great teams do, right? Like a stack on top. And I, I just, I, I thought it was excellent. Can we listen to a little Eric Armstead, please? Manny cut two. Uh, he said he did feel a difference with Steve Wilkes being on the sideline, the defensive coordinator. Uh, a little bit. I felt his energy. He's, you know, came up to us, congratulated us on some plays, and you know that voice of telling us to keep going and you know don't let up. And um, so yeah, I, I definitely felt him on the sideline. There you go. <laughs> Can't get that through the headset. <laughs> don't, don't give up. The never problem. Give up, never surrender. <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're up. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, Steve Wilkes is basically Braveheart there on the sideline. <laughs> the problem with the Niners is they're they're kind of small on the front, so you have to run down their throat. Javon Hargrave is amazing at rushing the passer, but the the I don't know what happened to the Jaguars. They have Travis Etienne. They couldn't run at all on this team. So the Dallas, Philadelphia, will they be able to run on San Francisco and not fall behind 10 nothing? I think the question is does it look like the 49ers are back to being the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop, yeah. if you will, in the NFC after what you saw yesterday? It was thoroughly impressive. You're coming off your bye week, you fly cross country, and this was never a game. So, poll question would be, is San Francisco the team to beat in the NFC? Is that fair? Are they back to being the team to beat? Because I, I think they were when mm. they got off to the 5-0 and start. Yeah, but the Eagles were 5-0 and at the same time, too. I don't think they ever jumped the Eagles in, in playoff odds. Mm. Uh, I think, honestly, the Eagles were on a bye, so who knows? I feel like they, right now, they that game yesterday was convincing, but if they have to go to the link, are they the team to beat? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Maggie and Pearl off right here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up, the biggest win of the weekend. We got it for you. Who secured it? Get that to you in a moment. Don't move. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.